hey thanks for joining me for this special bonus episode i'm releasing this episode because back in episode 228 i was joined by andy phillips the director at the tax institute with hnr block and he came on to answer some of your tax questions well i got so many questions from you all that we did a whole separate other interview to get through some of the other questions that you had all taken your time to submit and so that's what you're going to hear today an extra bonus tax q a episode which feels very timely since the irs just recently announced that they are pushing back the tax filing deadline to may 17th instead of april 15th which is our normal tax filing deadline and in case you're wondering why didn't they just make it may 15th may 15th is a saturday that's really the only only reason they just bumped it up to the following monday and that's why it's the 17th so as you're enjoying your extra time to continue filing your taxes enjoy this quick q a episode Okay, so this next question here that I received came from Paul, and he wanted to know, is there any impact to our taxes after the increased unemployment and the stimulus checks that came from the CARES Act? That's a great question. So first, let's start with the stimulus check or the economic impact payments. Mm -hmm. The primary thing to know there that, that people are asking is, is that taxable on my federal tax return? And the answer is no. Mm -hmm. It's specifically excluded from income. So that's great. However, if you're in a situation where you feel like you maybe didn't get the full amount of the stimulus payment that you should be eligible for, you could actually claim the excess or the amount that you didn't get in the original payment on your 2020 tax return by claiming what's called the recovery rebate credit. So that's really important. Um, and then on unemployment, I think the, the first common misconception that we see at H&R Block is that folks think it's non-taxable. And unemployment is always taxable on your, your federal return. And most states actually tax at least a portion of those unemployment benefits and well, as well. That includes your normal unemployment benefit. And then we've had kind of some federal kickers this year that help increase that from some of the relief laws that have passed. So that additional amount you may have gotten is taxable as well. And, and what we see is that a lot of folks don't have taxes withheld from their unemployment benefits. So if you got, if you had, uh, if you received benefits during the year, I would strongly recommend you go ahead and complete your return early. Understand if you maybe have an, an outcome that, that you have a, a reduced refund or maybe owe a little money, you don't have to pay till April 15th. But if you know early, you actually have time to figure out how you're going to come up with that money to pay by April 15th. No, that's a huge point. Be proactive, get ahead of it. So you don't want to wait till it's like, not only is the filing deadline right upon you, but you're also going to have to make a payment at the same time. You may not be prepared to actually make that payment. That's exactly right. You know, one of the most common things we see that leads to people having kind of tax problems is, is uh, not being proactive, but actually kind of um, the exact opposite where they just delay or put it off. And that's that's never a good thing with taxes, Chris. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And, you know, I, I wanted to touch on something else that you mentioned. You said there, there's a situation where someone thinks they might not have received the full amount of the, the payment, the stimulus payment they thought they were entitled to. Uh, I want to clarify. So this this is because there were income cutoffs, right, for how much you'd be eligible for when it comes to these stimulus payments. Sure. There's there's a few common situations where folks might see that they're going to get an additional amount on their tax return. One is that there were income limits and IRS had to use your prior year, your 2019 tax return generally, to figure out how much you might qualify for. Well, if your income went down in 2020 for any reason, you may realize that, okay, when I go to file my tax return, they're actually gonna use this year's income to determine how much you get in the end. And so if your income went down, you may get an additional payment. Two other common scenarios where people might receive an additional amount 
um, is if they had a child in 2020. IRS didn't have that information because that child wouldn't appear on your 2019 tax return. So that additional five or $600 that you get for a qualifying child is, is going to be claimed on the 2020 tax return. The last one is dependents. Dependents weren't eligible for these payments, but sometimes people may have been a dependent in 2019 of like their parents, but they finished school, now they're out working on their own in 2020, and now they're eligible. Mm -hmm. And so they may be able to claim that on their tax return as well at 2020. And, and just to, to remind everyone, it's, it's called the recovery rebate credit on your 2020 tax return. Got it. Okay. Recovery rebate credit. All right. Perfect. Thank you for that breakdown. I didn't even think about the dependent one. Like maybe you're a dependent uh, at the time and now you we look at it, you you no longer are. Your status has changed. So that's, that's, a, that's a huge point there. I didn't even think about that. So hopefully there might be someone out there who didn't know that and now they, uh, they have something yeah. to look forward to. Yeah. And I think the most common one is going to be probably folks that had a kid during 2020 and are now going to be eligible for an additional amount. And that's a good time just to point out that um, what we like to say at Block is that life changes equal tax changes. And having a child really has tax changes and, and a lot of it comes with additional potential tax benefits and credits. And so that's a good year to seek help. If you have a child and you're not sure that you're getting every benefit to which you're entitled, it's a good year to maybe work with a professional and make sure you're not leaving any money on the table. That's perfect because that leads into another question. You've kind of already partially answered it here. This one came from uh, Michelle, aka uh, Savvy History, on Instagram. She said, "I had a baby in September. Wondering when I will receive the six hundred dollars given in the first stimulus, and if I will receive the five hundred dollar payment in the second round." Yes. Yeah, so what she's going to do—that's that exact situation where she'll claim that on her twenty twenty tax return, claiming that recovery rebate credit. And so she's going to go through a couple steps to to determine if the child's eligible. And then uh, as long as the child meets meets the requirements, which they should, she'll get an additional amount, um, which generally would be 600 for the, uh, the first stimulus and 500 for the, or excuse me, 600 for the second stimulus and 500 for the first, um, as long as she's not over the income threshold. Got it. Okay, so her numbers there were flipped around. So it was, would have been 500 for dependent the first time around, 600 for the second time. That's right. Got it. Okay, perfect. So this question here, it comes from, uh, this is a follow-up actually from uh, one of my favorite Instagram handles, Chocolate City Big Apple Mama. Uh, she said, it seems like the exemptions were removed from the W-4 form in 2020. And I think she was referring to the fact that they did like a, a major overhaul to the way that W-4 form looks. They did, yeah. So there was a, a big tax law that passed at the end of 2017. And through 2025, we no longer have dependent exemptions. So because of that, the IRS removed exemptions or those withholding allowances from the W-4 and just did a wholesale redesign. What you're gonna see with the W-4 now is that it looks a lot more like a mini tax return and you need to know your income and expense or deduction items during the year and any children you're gonna be able to claim for those child-related child tax credits. And so it's much more like a tax prep experience. And, um, two things there just to make sure she gets you know all, all the money to which she's entitled or a good outcome is to one uh do that w-4 when she's filing her 2020 tax return um has all the documents already in front of her it's just a little more convenient and then two just like when you're filing a tax return if you're not confident you're getting it right or you have questions make sure you seek help because that w-4 is really important to getting the optimal outcome on your tax return and that stays on file with your employer for future years so if you make a mistake, unless you go and change it, you're going to see that uh, kind of mistake show up on your tax, your, your tax outcome every year. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because the form definitely has gotten more complicated. I mean, I don't think a lot of people, including myself, you know, in the past 
the original form wasn't you know that clear to begin with this one just looks even more complicated because there's more words more lines it feels like it got longer i don't know if it really did uh but if someone you, you said if you seek help for getting these uh w4 forms filled out what what method would you recommend someone going to find someone to help them fill out a w4 form if they're already working with a tax professional, ideally they would just, you know, come with those questions and complete their W-4 during the tax prep experience. And that's what I'd recommend. That's how we do it at HR Block is at the completion of the interview. If a, if a client wants help with that, we go ahead and walk them through it. And then we print out a W-4 for them to give, give to their employer. So that's the primary method I'd suggest doing it. Or if you're filing your tax return DIY, um, you know, you might just want to, like at H&R Block, through our online program, you can chat with one of our tax experts, even screen share, so you have the ability to get that help. You might, you know, even if you're DIY, just ask for a little help from your, uh, from your do-it-yourself program um, at H&R Block, you know, is, is what I would talk about. But anyways, that you'd ask for some help during that process and not put it off. The last thing you want to do is procrastinate. And if you don't do it at tax time, what we generally see is people don't do it. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.